What did Adam say before Christmas? I don't know. What? It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> or why did Rudolph go to summer school? Because he went down in history. Uh, welcome to another episode of No More Leadership BS. And I am Jeff Conroy from Conroy Leadership Consulting. And I'm here with four of the brightest minds that I know. I have Myra, Jeff, Jeff, and Dr. Sam. How's everybody doing today? Super good. Ah, that's fantastic. So today I want to bring up the topic of retreats. We're getting to that time of year. We're coming to the end of 2023 and it's been a busy year and everyone's rushing to get their numbers in and the holiday season's coming in and we got Christmas parties coming and we're going out and buying presents. And then all of a sudden January 2nd hits and we're into the new year. And how many people are ready to rock and roll for the 2024? Not many. It's just, you get so wrapped up into the holiday season. And all the accrutement that comes with it, accrutement, but, and then January 2nd comes, and then you've got to go back to work as you used to go into. And what you forget is if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. And I want to bring up the benefits, the pros and cons of having a staff retreat. In my career, I have gone to, I've been a part of many retreats. I have seen them to be positive experience. It's a chance to bring the team together. It's a chance to build camaraderie and teamwork. And we sit and look at the numbers of the previous year and we start to plan for the coming year and discuss it as a team on what do we want to do. Uh, but some people don't believe in a retreat and they just continue on as business as usual or they'll have a bad experience. And I want to talk a lot about all that and so much more on this week's episode of No More Leadership BS. Yes. So, Mr. Geyer, I know coming from the medical and banking world that you've had possibly have had your share of retreats. Tell us about the experiences, both good and bad. What did you do? What was the outcome? What did you like about them? What didn't you like about them? Go. You are correct. I've been to many um, early on in the career, obviously was just participants. And then later on as leaders and CEOs were actually leading the thing. And one of the things that I did when I had the opportunity to, to lead my own retreat is change what we called it. Cause to me, going to Ooh, a good. retreat is something like going to club med, or I'm going to go to the spa and get a massage and all that. And some of the times we did stuff like that provided those retreat type services to our leadership team or the exec team, whoever was in the retreat. But what I did was change the retreat to call it a leadership summit. Oh, that's and good. To me, it was getting the leaders together to really plan and think about and, and brainstorm and even dream what, what are we going to do in the future? Here's where we've been. Here's where we currently are. Where are we going next? And to me, just the mindset of being a retreat, someplace where I can go and relax, didn't frame that get together the way I wanted it. So I called it a leadership summit. And we did it not just at the end of the year. We actually did it a couple of times um, a year as a, a an ongoing thing. And there were retreat aspects to it where we tried to get people to relax or provide something that they wouldn't do for themselves um, but most of it was about a summit, about figuring out 
where, like I said, where we've been, where we are currently, and more importantly, where do we want to go? Love that. Love that. Agreed. I remember we used to throw up with the flip chart paper and the pens and the smell of the pens was flowing like water. It was crazy stuff. Myra, what's been your experience with retreats? Because I know you've been involved volunteering for nonprofits. You've been in the real estate world. What's your experience? I'm going to just be a total wet blanket on this. Bugger in the punch bowl. And I can only remember one retreat that I actually came away energized and ready to go. And generally the ones I went to, it was too little too late. And I don't agree that we ought to be having retreats in January. I think our retreats need to happen in September. Because if we don't have a plan by January 2nd, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Right. And so I think I love the idea of a summit because another problem that I had was it wasn't a collaboration of ideas. It was, this is where I want to go and this is where you're going to help take us there. We were never part of it. We were an audience that was supposed to follow this new direction that our leader wanted to go. And we spent two and a half days being told what it looked like and how we could play a part in it. Doesn't That's not inspiring. That's not inspiring at all. No. And that's been, those are the two things that I can think of that really turned me off on retreats because we did the obligatory drinking and playing in the casino afterwards, which may or may not be fun, depending on what your idea of fun is, but the actual meat of it, it was more fun driving to it and driving home with the people that you went with that was actually building relationships. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I've, I've always felt that retreat should be CEO verbalizing the vision for the coming year, or it doesn't matter when, but what's the vision going to be? And then it's a workspace for us to figure out how we're going to attain that vision. It's got to be productive. So Dr. Sam, I know the academic world is totally different when it comes to a retreat. I would like to get some inside scoop on that. Were our teachers really in meetings and doing conferences or were they just screwing around? I wish I could speak to that topic. I was in the not academic side of the world. So we were the, the health center, wellness center, housing, meal service, that kind of service providing site. And the retreats were incredible because we got to, we we're forced to unplug. So going to a meeting during the week is fine. You have good people, but you're still, your brain is still in that last thing you were doing and also preparing for the next thing you're doing. Whereas a retreat, you're just there and present and being able to focus on the subject at hand, which yeah. was very rarely the, the case otherwise. And not to put a silly twist on it, but the attire made a difference. So when you've got your, oh, in our yeah. case, he was the chief there, the chief reporting officer, showing up in a you know, Hawaiian shirt and cargo shorts and flip-flops. Like, oh, so we really are going to let our guard down a little bit here just yeah, as humans. Yeah. Have a couple of fun activities. Some people might call them team builders or ice builders and team breakers, but they work, <laughs> right? They help people see and be seen as whole humans. So that person who you may have been at odds with for you know, months prior, they've got their kiddos or their parents or whoever else that they're working on serving back at home. They've got their whole lives too. So it really made that connection 
more powerful and easier to foster throughout the year. Then into the planning, it was great to be able to daydream and not think yeah. about how do we keep the wheels from coming off the wagon, but ooh, what if we had a better wagon? Yeah. What would that look like? Really set some high goals and aspirations for the year. And I rarely had a poor one. And one thing I did specifically was bringing my staff who were young in their careers and expected me to just run the show. I would have them take the floor. I'd like you to speak on this yeah. kind of a topic or something similar. Please, you get the time and just let me know what you need to serve you. But I want you to show your expertise in this space. So, so we had more, a more to, inclusive. Very much more inclusive and developmental. It wasn't just about what am I going to yammer on about, but how else can people get their leadership skills grown in that moment? No, that's awesome. Because retreats are also meant to boost morale. And it's also a chance to build relationships. And you'll find out some interesting things that about your your coworkers that you'll find out that you're more alike than you are different. Right. And that's fun. I really am interested in hearing what Geoff says because I know that he's, he spends his career uh, traversing the country, getting in front of organizations, uh, professionals at play. Um, man, you're getting some shameless plugs on these. I know, right? Thanks, y'all. Um, yeah. Um, shameless, shameful. Shameful. We're all shameful. here. All right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be $20. But I know you go, you're visiting retreats and conferences and you're seeing those things in action. What are you coming away with? Because I, I know that when I'm around other people, I, I pick out gold nuggets that mm -hmm. I want to add to my life. What are some things that you're picking up on when you're visiting retreats and conferences that you could be sharing with others and that you'd want to put into your own programs? Man, I'm always picking up little nuggets of gold, like you said. For me, a lot of it is the relationship and understanding what people are looking for and how can I better assist them with creating those positive relationships in the workplace. And I've actually done probably, golly, 20, 20 different retreats for different organizations from nonprofits to real estate to medical to I have one client that had me come do an offsite that was a multi-billion dollar company to work with one of their teams because they're like, we don't, we're not talking at all. Like we're not, it's not effective. And it's just, yeah. it's, they were having a really hard time. And so they needed to actually play a little bit because they're like, we need to laugh together. And I had one organization that called me and we'd planned everything out for weeks in advance. And we had this whole thing. And when I showed up at the offsite, Luckily enough, I literally had a car full of supplies. The The owners said, dude, it's been a really rough last couple of weeks. Can we just, can we please just have some fun? Like, we don't want to do serious brain work. We just need to relax. And so I was like, done. And so we did <laughs> six hours, six hours of like joy, laughter. Like we goofed around. We were silly. We played games and, and I challenged them because the whole thing was, how do you communicate together? How do we play together? And how do we laugh and how do we create this place where people feel welcomed and we feel valued? And at that moment, they just needed to let their hair down, put on their Hawaiian shirts and just relax because they'd had a stressful, stressful time. And so it, it comes down to what do the people need? What do your people need? Is that retreat really... Is it a strategic planning retreat? Is it a leadership summit? Is it, we need to go and just, we just need to go have a really nice dinner together and talk. Yeah. Like when Myra says the car ride to and from, 
Those are relationship building moments. If you can provide those moments in a training specifically and, and have them built in, that right there can be the thing that people on your team need the most to be heard, to be able to share their stories, to create a deeper sense of understanding of your team and yeah. how they operate on a day-to-day basis because of what's going on in their life. Yeah. And a great phenomenal question for you as a leader that you can ask, I would say, I would ask your team in the last quarter, what's the most meaningful conversation you've had with a client or one of your coworkers? Yeah. And have them discuss it. Because that right there, you get an insight into what for them is meaningful. What is the meaning? And you get to learn about them as a human being, what really drives them. And then you also can gain skills. You keep asking questions about that and go into the coaching model in your brain of, wait a minute, they're saying this. How do I incorporate that into my life? Now I'm not having to motivationally interview somebody. I'm fully engaged in the conversation because I am gaining benefit from their insight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're also learning more about them and you'll find things out about them from their past and how they can fit in your organization better. I think we've all had experiences with that. Mine was I had a guy working in receiving. He was, when people would bring their donations in, he was helping sort that stuff out. <laughs> and I got to know him and I found out he did seven and a half years in the federal penitentiary for bank robbery. He said he was on probation and he was a steel worker from San Francisco. And I'm like, why aren't you on the maintenance crew? You're a steel worker. He goes, he helped build the addition onto San Francisco international. And he goes, I don't know. And I'm like, you need to be. And we moved him over to maintenance and he later became the maintenance lead on that. It's just getting to know the people. So everyone's been to a different kind of retreat, work, workspace, planning session. If you could give me accumulatively 10 must haves for a effective, proper, successful retreat. What must you have? Go. No judgment zones. Ooh. Engagement from the people. You must know why you're getting together and what you expect an outcome to be. Got to include people. Talk about that. Ask, what do you mean by including them? In the planning or in the event? Ideally both. But if it's a setup for this is what we're going to do and this is what you're going to do to help us get there, then you're not included. So you're, setting expectations. Not, not really, but part of being part of it is motivating. You feel like you count, you matter. Your opinion matters. If you're just there to support them getting where they want to go, it's very demotivating. Who cares? I can always put somebody else in your seat. Yep. I just need to get people to follow my vision here. Yep. No judgment zone, engagement. Why your team, why you're there and your expectation, include people. What else? Let's go. Got to have a plan. Sammy? Disengagement from the outside world, at least for Uh, the moment. What's that include? I was going to joke that you get a, a Faraday box and put all the cell phones in it, but it is the way to email, turn off the phone, just be present. Quick side note, research was done that showed that if you even have your phone, it doesn't have to go off. If you even have it on you, your attention is not fully given to the subject at hand. 100%. So get that away, alerts off, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. One of the worst inventions that's one of the cooler inventions is an Apple Watch 
that's connected mm-hmm. to my cell phone. So every time I get a yep. text message or an email, uh, my wrist vibrates. So I'm, yep. I'm sitting in a meeting and I'll go the, and what's really sad is in meetings, I usually don't have my glasses on, so I can't see five feet in front of my face. So I try to look at my phone. So I'm doing this. I'm squinting. <laughs> you know, I don't see that. <laughs> so go. What else we got? We're at six. Schedule for the day. Ooh. Yep. What should your schedule include? It should include topical discussion. It should include plenty of breaks. should include how to rejuvenate your body via biological service. Meals on the bathroom breaks. Wow. I should have some kind of, you can put it in there. Quote me on that. Trademark. Biological I wrote, services. I wrote potty breaks on this one. Right. Biological. Um, and the connection, right? A bit of silliness. And it's not, let's just like clowns act like, you know, we're pulling out of our minds, but it's, let's have a conversation about stuff that isn't maybe even about work. Let's just figure out who we are as people. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's, social, that's, social, that's, social. that's what I was going to say, Jeff. Schedule time to not work. We'd put it under yep. the heading of team building exercises and whatever, but r- really not that either. But w- when you're at a summit or at a retreat and you take a break, what's the first thing all the attendees do? Eat. They check their email. They, they yep. return phone calls. They're working. They haven't retreated from anything. They've just gone nece- to, to a different place. Hopefully it's offsite, right? Cause we, we want them to get away from that. We want them to focus on the future. And that's really hard to do when you're answering emails and returning phone calls and those kind of things. So you have to find time to get the team together where they're not working, where there's, they, they absolutely cannot work. No, love that. Love that. So right now we have no judgment zone, engagement, why you're there and expectations, include people, have a plan, disengagement from the outside world, schedule for the day, which includes breaks, potty breaks, social time. What else? We're at seven. Give me three more. Good food. I want to say good, good food. I'm talking about good nourishing food and not junk. Mm-hmm. Because if you're at a retreat for three days and you've eaten French fries and all, all the stuff that logs you down, it not only brings your brain down, but it, it makes you fuzzy and just not feel like working. Or well, not you also, feel like you also get full and sleepy. You want people cold and attentive. Or one would be Jeff, create some kind of merchandise, hats, coffee cups, t-shirts, mm. a plaque, whatever commemorates your summit and gives the people something to take back to their workspaces to remind them of the work that you did while you were there. Creating swag. Love and it. Not just cheapo stuff. I'm not talking about chapstick that has the company logo on it. Something unique that will commemorate the work that you did while you were at the retreat or the summit. No slinkies? No slinkies. It's really hard to get the company logo on those things. (laughs) You'd be amazed. It really isn't. (laughs) Laser etch the edge. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stress balls. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to lift up something that Geyer said, which was the offsite. I've tried to have retreat ish slash planning meetings on the location. And so this is back in my higher ed student housing days. The staff said, we get what we're trying to do. But if I look out the window and see my building, all I can think of is all the stuff I got to do. I don't yeah. have time. hundred percent. Yes. So yeah, yeah, get out of the space where you can't just pop back down to your office. When I was working for the Boy Scouts in Spokane, our conferences, our, our getaways were in Wenatchee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wenatchee. And, and our fun time was to go uh, as a bunch of groups would go to Leavenworth. 
Yep. I was just mm-hmm. going to say, I mean, Leavenworth, right. baby. Yeah, we we're, literally we're, got got away from it all. And yep. you, and I mean, you don't have to buy everybody an airplane ticket and go to Tahiti to be offsite. Exactly. Just, just get offsite, like you were saying, Sam, someplace where they can't see their office. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I want my Phoenix coaching fuzzy slippers. And number 10. <laughs> Give me number time. 10. Time for the everything, but also planned time for just being unplugged and down and present with your team. So when Myra said good food, I immediately thought of a really nice sit down dinner and it doesn't have to be super nice or fancy or anything like that, but the ability to sit down with your team and eat and have a meal where they're just talking because it's that time spent where you're not necessarily talking about work, where you're not focusing on the day-to-day activities of the operation, where you can just be human, Mm -hmm. sit around the campfire, shoot the shit and really you can solve a lot of problems that way hell yeah Mm -hmm. hell yeah does anybody want to throw a bonus one in yeah what jeff just said you can solve a lot of problems that way most of the problems that get solved are relational they're not strategic or operational and those get resolved because you actually treat people like humans yep isn't that novel sam I know, right? I just thought of that. Can you believe it? Yeah. Wow. You're like a savant. To the listener, especially to young and aspiring leaders, some of this, as as McLaughlin says, isn't rocket surgery. Uh, It's, you know what? It's all about the people. And boy, if you can focus on the people and you have to focus some on yourself, that's a different episode. I spent too much time, I think, focusing on others and to, to my own detriment. So you have to focus on yourself too, but focus on the people, man. No business happens. No business gets accomplished without people. And if you're not listening to them and connecting with them and engaging with them and building trust and all those things that we talk about, boy, you're missing the boat. People want the letters A-R-E, appreciation, recognition, and encouragement. That's Mm -hmm. free fuel. That's free fuel that will rocket any any, any organization. They just want to be appreciated. Appreciate recognition and encouragement. Cockrell taught me that. So awesome. what we, our top 10 are of a successful retreat are no judgment zone, engagement, why you're there and your expectations, include people, have a plan, disengage from the outside world. Sounds like a song. Schedule for the day, be off site, schedule for breaks, potty breaks, and social time is really important. Have good food create swag like the phoenix coaching fuzzy slippers number 10 make the time to spend with your team and the bonus out of that is most of the problems of your company are relationship right are we all agreement with this list do we like this list yes except for the fuzzy slipper part yes Uh, oh can we do 360 (laughs) fuzzy slippers well we're gonna do a 360 (laughs) clarity monocle Uh, oh oh uh, circle and a professionals that play jock strap. So I'm really excited for the swag. It's going to be really cool. I love this episode and, and I love the prospects of looking forward and looking into the future and the amazing things that businesses can do. I hope you as a leader, as you're listening to the podcast, also are excited about the possibilities for next year. I know right now you're coming to the end of the year. You're in the middle of the whirlwind and you're looking at the end of the year numbers, but you know what? 2024 is going to happen. The sun's going to come up and business has got to continue. So take these retreat ideas to heart. Please consider a retreat. 
You can have a great retreat. You can have a horrible retreat. Go for the great retreat and you will reap the benefits from that. Is there anything you guys want to leave the listener I with did, before we I go? Just, when you said that, have a great retreat or a horrible retreat, they take the same amount of work. Correct. Why not choose the great retreat? Love that. Love that. Anyone else? Yeah, horrible retreat. Do it all on your own. Why not? I'll guarantee it's rotten. Bring people <laughs> in, have them be part of it. Yep. Yeah. Lone wolf it. Geoff, got anything? I'm going to say, if you have questions, reach out. Like, seriously, like you got some great people here who've done a lot of wonderful stuff. Reach out. It, we are more than happy to provide those kind of services, man. It's just sometimes you need that little extra kick to make it great. Good to great. Love that. And Mr. Geyer, I know you've done your share of retreats. What have you got yeah. for the people? Yeah, Jeff, I, I would say change the mindset and turn it into a leadership summit where we're Love going that. to... We're going to go there and we expect to change the world, change it into a summit. Love that. Love that. Cool. Change the mindset. I love you guys. This was a good one. I enjoyed this very much. I like the prospect of a better future for an organization. and I love helping people make a better organization. If you have any questions or input, please email us at askusatleadershipbs.co. More recommended, I would say leave a message where you're, wherever you get this podcast from either at Apple or wherever you're getting your podcast from, or if you want some help, text us, email us, and we will be here to help you. We have five pretty good minds here. Smoke. Yeah. The person that said recommendate is Did I say recommendate? He yeah. said recommendate. Hey, man. We can definitely I'm, recommendate you things. I'm a leadership coach. I'm not a public speaker like you are. Ouch. Ouch. I'm taking it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to steal it and use it. It's all yours, baby. <laughs> On behalf of the amazing No More Leadership BS crew, Myra, Geoff, Jeff, Jeff Conroy, and the Dr. Sam, I look forward to talking to you next week. Until then, have an amazing week. Ciao. Ciao, baby. Bye. Bye. Letterbuck. <laughs>